0: Hi there, listeners. Welcome to A Year Ago Today. I'm your friendly neighborhood sound engineer, Alex, and I'm recording an intro for this episode as Tyla was having a few microphone issues leading up. Not to fret, though, everything turned out okay for the episode proper. In today's episode, you'll get to hear our friend Tyla and Julie Harmon share a nice conversation. Tyla and Julie went to high school together in Clovis, New Mexico, and haven't had a conversation with one another in over a decade. That's about all the information you need for this episode, other than apparently Tyla went by her middle name Megan for her entire life until she went to college. That comes up pretty early on and is news to me as well. If you enjoy this episode, please be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Those ratings really help. Please also share us with your friends and family as well, every listen counts. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Year Ago Podcast and while you're at it be sure to follow julie's babies on instagram too their handles will be available in the show notes below the episode oh and if you've got any anniversaries coming up you'd like to share with tyla send us an email we're a year ago podcast at com. enjoy the episode
1: here now i started us recording okay but we can still just settle in we don't have to be all official <laughs> okay. okay
2: are you are you megan or are you tyla now
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a question who knows <laughs> okay i don't know who i am uh i go by tyla However, if it's more comfortable for you to call me Megan, you are more than welcome to do that.
2: Okay. That's just all I ever knew you by,
1: so Yeah, you can call me Megan. I'm I'm great with that. That'll be fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was um I was just on Facebook and I was looking at Jaren Mack's profile. Oh yeah. Do you remember Jaron (laughs) Mack? Yeah, just a tall guy. That's all I remember. (laughs) He's cool. He's a cool tall guy. Mm.
2: Nope, I don't really talk to too many people, so.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, me neither, girl. (laughs) Mm. Well... I'm really excited to be talking to you. That's what I was going to say. It was feeling like I was having a little high school reunion. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: True story. Mm. I know. Look at look at you with your podcast and good stuff. Yeah. I can't believe it's been a year since I found out about them. That's, like, so crazy. They'll be six months on <laughs> Thursday.
1: Oh, my goodness. I right know. Uh, uh, okay, so tell us what happened a year ago today.
2: Um, well,
1: I had found out,
2: I had found out, I
1: guess. (laughs) Wait. What? Julie? Yeah. I I want you to tell me in one concise sentence, like if you had to boil it down to like, (laughs) like, like a caption kind of? of? Like a year ago today, XYZ happened. Oh, okay. Like if you were going to describe the story, like you were summing up, Okay, here it is. Like, you're summing up an episode. Yeah. Like, if you were talking about your life like it was TV, you'd be like, you know the episode where she found out? That... Alrighty. Da, 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 da. Okay. <laughs> Does that feel?
2: That's Wait. fine with me. So you want me before to, like, we... say it, like, in a full sentence, like, a year ago today, such and such happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. And okay. before... Before you do that, um, can we breathe together for just a minute? Because we have not really landed, I feel. Okay. (laughs) I want to make sure that we're really together. So, I'm going to invite you to put a hand on your heart. And a hand on your womb space. And I'm doing the same thing and I'm gonna invite you to take three really long, deep, clearing breaths with me. Okay? Okay. Okay. So, inhale. Exhale. Inhale. exhale inhale exhale hi hi how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm really good. I'm really excited to talk to you. Okay, well, I'm excited to talk to you, too. Can you tell me what happened a year ago today, please?
2: A year ago today, I found out I was spontaneously pregnant
1: with triplets. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) How are you feeling right now as you say that?
2: Um, in disbelief it's still every morning every second of the day I wake up and I look at them and I
1: still kind of just can't believe they're mine <laughs> oh, oh, oh I cannot imagine that much love <laughs>
2: yes yep.
1: mm. so tell me about it What was that day like? (laughs) Okay.
2: So it had started with, um, I took a test, I guess, two weeks prior, and I had found out, you know, I was pregnant. And then this whole time I had just assumed there was one, like I had this cute little poem all ready for my family that said we were adding a baby and like all this stuff. And then I wasn't, you know, going to tell, like, outsiders until, you know, pregnant women, like, to tell after the first trimester just in case everything's going okay. And mm-hmm. so I had told my parents when we thought there was one. And then um, a year ago today, I had went to my first ultrasound And I had taken the blood test a few days before and my levels came back super high to where either multiples were suspected or something else basically called like an empty pregnancy where it's like your body like put it in pregnant mode but there was actually no baby there. So it was really like a scary situation. So Mm -hmm. I was... Um, uh, my appointment was at nine fifteen and I left work. I had to be at work at eight. I left work to go to my appointment. My husband works for the railroad and he actually works nights and so he would get home between six and seven in the morning and his phone would be on silent because it's not allowed at the railroad. And um he didn't answer my phone call to tell him, hey, like you're supposed to be at the appointment with me for our first ultrasound for our baby. And he didn't answer. And I called him, you know, mm-hmm. like twice. And so I went to the ultrasound by myself. And I'm laying on the table and everything's going good. And the um, ultrasound tech just kind of gets like this weird blank stare. And she's like, "Hmm," and that's never really a good thing when you're a first-time mom on the table for your ultrasounds. And so I am. Um, I'm like, uh, "Is everything okay?" And she's like, "Are you taking fertility treatments?" And I just look at her and I'm like, "No." And I go, "Is it twins?" And twins run on my mom's side of the family, so. I've, I was always kind of, like, going in there 50-50, like, thinking maybe I was having twins. Because everyone's always told me, oh, you're going to be in the one the family that has twins. And so... <laughs> Why do you think that people have thought that? <laughs> because there's, like, 17 sets of twins on my mom's side of the family. And so mm-hmm. my mom's dad, my papa, is a twin. And so if the, you know, old wives tell goes that... Um, uh, twins skip a generation Then my mom didn't have them And her kids would have them So everyone just was like You're going to be the little them." You're going to be one that has them And so anyway So I tell the ultrasound tech You know is it twins Like I'm kind of prepared for twins And she just goes <laughs> Oh no sister It is triplets It is three separate babies And <laughs> I just started Crying Like, I'm there alone, I am a first-time mom, like, first pregnancy, first everything, and I'm, like, laying down on the table, and I ask her, like, the one thing I remember asking her was, can I sit down? And she goes, uh, honey, you are laying down. (laughs) And I was like, um, okay, and then so i'm like still just crying just in disbelief like i don't know you know what i'm gonna do i don't have anyone there and she's like can we call anyone is there anyone that that we can talk to and i'm like he's not answering his phone i've been trying to call him the one person i need to talk to and so i'm like can i just stay here for a minute and she was like yeah that's fine i i don't even care about the other people that have appointments you just take you just take all the time you <laughs> oh. need and so i'm like okay and i finally kind of just she prints out all of the pictures for me you know that has the three separate babies on it the 3 a b and c sacks and I leave and I just I'm white as a ghost and there's like a little old man in the waiting room when I come out and because it's at like um like a general hospital it wasn't like necessarily like an OBGYN clinic it was like um just like a regular like ultrasound kind of area Mm -hmm. and so there's like this little old man waiting there and he's in the chair and he's just like are you okay and I'm like I just found out I'm having triplets and he just looks at me like Oh oh bless your heart And I was like Thank you And so I get in my truck and I'm still calling my husband and he's not answering and I'm still calling him and he's not answering oh
1: my and man. how
2: were you feeling at that at that point? I'm just like what am I gonna do? Like am I I just and I'm only at this point, I think I'm 11 weeks, 10 or 11 weeks. So it's like I wasn't, I don't know, I was just more concerned about like the risks of it all. Like, cause I don't know, you know, a body's not really meant to carry more than one baby. Like, I know it happens, but you know, it's like just very scary. And triplets were seriously the last thing on my mind. Like, of course, people joke, you know, about twins and triplets and stuff. But it's like never actually anything you're going to spontaneously happen because we didn't do any fertility. And that's like the first question people ask. And so I had worked at the time and I went back to work. And I'm just crying. And, like, the girls at work automatically kind of think, like, miscarriage because they knew I was going for my first ultrasound. Mm. And so to kind of ease their minds, like, I didn't really want to tell a lot of people. But, you know, like, I didn't – I felt like they needed to know. Like, it wasn't a miscarriage. <laughs>
1: yeah, and, they
2: needed to know why you were so upset. Exactly. And I wasn't upset, just, like – I mean, not In shock. Like <laughs> – Like, the tears were scared and, of course, happy because they all had, you know, perfect heartbeats and, you know, just stuff Mm. like that. And so I tell the girls at work and um, they are, you know, kind of in disbelief too. And I'm like, I need to go home. And they were like, yeah, yeah, go home. Like, take the rest of the day off. And so, I go back to our home, and there he is, sleeping, of course, and um, have the ultrasound in my hand, and I'm like, I need to tell you something, and, you know, his first thought as well is, we lost the baby, like, just oh. my whole demeanor, like, you know, it's just kind of, it's it's not what you would be like, you know, hey, look at our baby, you know, and so... I'm like, hey, I, like, need to talk to you. And he's like, what? And I am all, we're having triplets. And he thinks right away I'm lying because um, he missed the appointment. So he thought, like, I could have, like, a little fun with him.
1: <laughs> and Can I ask a question? Yeah. I'm sitting here. Like, the way you're telling this story, you don't sound like you were mad at him. I feel like I would be furious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was in text messages. Like, if I could go back and read those text messages, like, the whole time I'm sitting in the waiting room. And um, and then when, you know, I'm in there and, like, I don't know. I was mad at him, but, like, I was just more... (laughs) I guess underneath it all like more ecstatic than anything like uh-huh uh-huh like I someone knew I needed these babies before I even like wanted them you know if that makes sense like mm-hmm. it was just I don't know like like you're going to be okay like these babies are going to be okay and you know it was just i don't know but i threw the ultrasound at him and he's like whatever you're joking i'm sorry i missed it you know my phone was on silent and i was sleeping and i'm like no like seriously look at this ultrasound and so he finally looks at it and he's just like oh okay and then he goes back to sleep and i'm like wow (laughs) really
1: yeah oh my god and so he's like then were you furious I'm sorry what (laughs) I would have been I said then were you furious I would have been like yes what is wrong with you
2: so (laughs) I like wanted someone to like share the joy with me you know because I told him while he was half asleep Mm -hmm. so I called my mom and um you know we're from a small town so once one person Mm -hmm. knows it's like out there So I call my mom and she was like kind of expecting twins too. And so I FaceTimed her, I think, and I was crying and I'm sitting there on my couch and I'm like, hey, and she's like, hey, how did, you know, she knew, everyone knew I was going for my ultrasound and she's just like, hey, you know, how'd it go? Everything okay? And I'm like... You're not, getting your, you're not getting your twins. And she was like, um, is everything okay? And I was like, and I think I may have used the F word, but I can't remember. But I was like, you're getting triplets. I either said you're getting triplets or you're getting effing triplets. Like, I can't remember. And I never cussed around my mom. Ever. Ever, ever. Like, even <laughs> crap was a bad thing for us growing up. So... She was just like, are you serious? And I said, yeah, here's the ultrasound. And, like, I showed it to her in the FaceTime, and I showed her, like, A, B, and C. And she was just, like, so happy and, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, Mom, like, this is an extremely high-risk pregnancy. Like, I don't really want to tell a lot of people because, you know, I don't want – If anything happens, like I don't want to be, you know, oh, Julie, she lost a baby or, you know, she was having triplets originally. And I was like, I just don't want to go through that. And she was like, yes, yes, I know, I know. But it's so exciting and everything's, you know, how moms are so optimistic. And she's just like, everything is just going to be so okay. And, you know, these babies are going to be here and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, mom, okay. So I'm sitting there. Husband is still sleeping. And I get a text message from a friend who's like, I just ran into your mom at Walmart. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? And this is all in the same day. I'm like, you're you're serious? You ran into my mom at Walmart? And she's like, yeah, but she told me it's a secret. I'm like, really? And it's not even someone oh I'm super close <laughs> with. She texts me and she's like, is this for real? And I'm like, yes, yes, it is. And so she's like, oh my God, like, I'm so excited. And so, you know, like, A few, and then I kind of told a few people on Snapchat, like that's how I told like a majority of my close people was Mm -hmm. on Snapchat and I put triplets, (laughs) I'm freaking out, but I'll be okay or like everything's okay or something like that. And so I had, you know, just a handful of trusted people just like to share in my excitement because my husband is still sleeping and so he, uh, so all, I'm getting all of this just joy and just you know so much support, and I'm like, okay, it's out there. Like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put it out there. So I put it on Facebook and I tagged him in it, and it was like over a thousand likes and 400, 500 comments, and so he wakes up and he's like. I guess it's true. And they said, why would I lie about that? And he was like, my phone is blowing up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and I told his daughter, oh, um, he has a, she's now 15. So at the time she was 14, um, a 14 year old daughter. And like I said, now she's 15, but Um, me and her, we have a really close relationship, so I text her, and she was in math class, and she was like, what? Like, for real? (laughs) Because she always wanted a sister, and so when we told her we were pregnant, she was team sister, because she has one, two, three brothers, and so Mm. she was like, please, like, give me a girl, give me a sister, (laughs) and so um, So I told her, I was like, well, you have really good odds at least having a girl in there. <laughs> yeah. And so it uh, turns out it was two girls and a boy. So.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh.
2: But I didn't find out that until 16 weeks. Oh. Wow. So, yeah.
1: I am so in love with you. <laughs> oh, Thanks. <laughs> I mean, the way you handled that whole situation, I'm over here being like, I would have been furious. I think that's where in the past my focus would have been. And you're like, I just wanted somebody to celebrate with, and he wasn't available, so I decided to go tell some people I love and that felt good so I told more people I love and that felt good and then I just told everybody and it felt great right yeah (laughs) it's like you just went out and you got the support that you needed because he wasn't available in that moment Mm -hmm. and I so admire that I really want to acknowledge you oh thank you yeah and I mean he
2: he works nights he works hard I know you know he has two other kids He's he's now at five, <laughs> and so I mean I know uh-huh. I know how yeah. scary it was for him, but oh my gosh, he loves these babies like no other. So he's actually um, he is actually working in Illinois right now for a month or so, and so I'm doing the single mom thing.
1: <laughs> I so when you told me that you were alone right now. I didn't realize you meant, like, actually alone. Yeah, yeah, I'm alone. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and where we live now,
2: we don't live in our hometown anymore, so I don't have any help. (laughs) Three babies. Yep, I had help up until the first six weeks or so, and then after that, everyone, everyone tailed off, so.
1: How in the world are you doing it? You must be a superhero. (laughs) Oh, that's really sweet. Um I don't know. Are I... you kidding me? Babies are so much work. <laughs> I love, love them. I love them so much, but they are also not but and they they require a lot of presence.
2: Yes, yes. Very much so. I run on um a lot of coffee and <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but uh it's I mean, people say that all the time, you know, how do you do it and you know, and stuff like that. And it's just like, I have no choice. Like they're my babies, you know? And I don't, I don't know how I do it. Like there's days that bedtime rolls around and I'm just like, how did we get here? Like, what did we do today? You know, like, (laughs) um, like my, my house is not immaculate. My laundry is, you know, super piled. Um, I try to stay on top of the kitchen as most as much as I can because I'm washing 20, 24 bottles a day. So, oh,
1: my goodness.
2: Yeah, and um, so it's just, you know, like, I don't know. But they, they smile at you, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay, like that super long day that we had is, you know, all worth
1: it. So, mm. wow. That's incredible. Thank you. How long have you been doing it alone? Um,
2: well, when he's here, I mean, because he works nights, and then he has um, some weekends off, but sometimes he goes in. But, I mean, um, he's really helpful when he's able to be here. Like, he makes bottles, and he helps change. Would you like to...
1: And- I'm sorry. Would you like to name? Would you like to name him? Oh, his would name's you like Cody. To use your husband's name. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I thought it might be nice for us to talk about Cody like a like a human instead of just like some objectified he. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, his name's Cody. Um, Cody. Yeah, he is four years older than me, and like I said, he has two kids from a previous relationship. So. Um, I came in being a stepmom um, to his great wow. to his great
1: kids. Um, he has a 15 year old daughter and a nine year old son. So, Jeez Louise, my mother was a stepmom to my dad's two daughters mm-hmm. from his first marriage. Yeah, and she said that that was some. Beautiful and challenging work. <laughs> definitely challenging. Definitely challenging. But you, they're sweet. Jeez Louise, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I just do. Uh-huh. But,
2: um, yeah, like I said, so Cody works nights. And then on the weekends, like, sometimes he'll let me sleep until, like, nine. Um, which is so nice. Like you don't think about like sleeping in till eight or nine is like heaven, but it is. <laughs> mm. And, um, so he'll take over like the morning feed cause they wake up at seven. I have them on, um, a pretty strict schedule. That's the only way that we kind of, um, manage our days is they stay on their schedule
0: and,
2: mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, no, he's great. He misses him so much. Like, he FaceTimes us every night, and he just, he works so hard. Like, and mm-hmm. he, he he doesn't only work hard for us, you know, he works hard for his two other kids. So it's kind of like, like, he's tapped out most days. So that's why I don't really ever get <sighs> mad at him for sleeping. Like, I get a little aggravated, you know, but never, like, mad, because everything he's doing, he's doing for us
1: so Mm -hmm. yeah sounds like you guys have a really beautiful relationship we
2: do we understand I think we understand each other really well like we're both like not super serious people and um he reminds me a lot of my father my dad like my dad is a super outdoor working man like sun up to sundown if there's light outside he's going to work you know and um Cody's just like the same way like oh your car won't start okay he's going to look at it uh you know you need something built okay he's going to build it like he's just that mm-hmm. type of like guy and he just mm-hmm. reminds me so much of my dad <laughs> so
1: mhm you have such a positive spin on things
2: I have to (laughs) I feel like I have to I mean don't get me wrong there's days like when I just cry (laughs) especially when they're just not being the best babies like you know newborn stage was extremely I don't know. It's a blur. It wasn't so much about enjoying it. It was about surviving it. And Mm. I don't mean that, like, in a mean way at all. Like, you know, like... But it literally was learning how to, like, adapt to them. And I really call it, like, the survival stage. Like, it's such a blur. There was so many nights when they just all just jumbled together, and um, I would just cry, because they wouldn't stop crying. Like, Mm. I mean, and there's still days that I have like that. They're going to be six months on Thursday. On um, September 13th, they'll be six months. And there's, there's days when I just, I don't know what's wrong with them. I can't help them. I just... I would love to get in the shower, a really hot shower and cry, but I can't (laughs) because they have to be there for them. So I'll just like, sometimes I'll cry in my closet. (laughs) Um, Like, I just, I don't know. But like I said, it's all worth it. But there is, there's definitely trying days. Definitely, definitely days where it's like, why did anyone think I was strong enough? to have triplets, and, Hmm. like, like, why was I kind of chosen for it in a way, you know, like, I don't know, like, there's days, like, where it's just, like, why, like, why me, (laughs) but, Mm -hmm. like I said, I love them, like, I couldn't imagine my life without them, but, you know, there's definitely days where, where it's just where it's trying, very, very trying.
1: Mm-hmm. I can only begin to imagine.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm sorry that you don't have more of a community there to support you. I think that that's like true for quite a few people in this world right now, that we don't have close communities, that we've moved away from families, or Mm -hmm. you know, and people have become really isolated in a lot of ways. Right. Well, when I go, when I go home, um,
2: when I go to Clovis, like, so much support there. Like, I stay with my mom and dad, and my mom takes care of the babies. Even my dad comes in to take care of the babies. And, Mm. um, you know, I have all of my friend's there. Um, and so I uh, I have so much support when we go to Clovis. Like, we're actually kind of, like, debating if we want to move back. Like, Lubbock is... Yeah, o- I
1: was about to say, why don't you live there? <laughs> yeah, Lubbock is
2: obviously a lot bigger. And um, he works for the railroad. And the railroad in Clovis is just, you know, seniority kind of rules there. And here he has seniority, well, a little bit more seniority. He works with the railroad. Cody does, and so he really likes Lubbock. Like it took a kind of a lot for me to even just move here with him before, Mm -hmm. like we got married, because I've never been that far away from Clovis or like my mom. And so then when we found out about the triplets, everyone was like, do you have help? Do you have help? And they came and they stayed with me. They stayed with me a week. Um, Like each sister came and stayed with me a week. Um, My best friend, Beans, Amber Henderson, came and stayed with me. But um, she's still my best friend. She lives in San Antonio and she came and stayed a week with me and she is amazing like I mean Mm -hmm. I can't wait till she has her own kids because she was just amazing with them like she cooked she cleaned she let me sleep through a few feeds um I mean she's just she's just amazing but Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah sidetracked anyways so we like I said we have we have all of the support out there just no one super local like my mom has a mm-hmm. first cousin and she will come and help like when I ask her to come and help with the babies but she recently lost her son and so she hasn't been around much and um, that's really about it but, um, hmm. but it's fun to have, like, we have, like, our own Instagram, and the babies have, like, 1,400 oh followers or something, so that's kind of neat.
1: <laughs> How am I not already following you on Instagram?
2: You're oh. not. It's at oh. Trips 2018
1: Oh, my God. I'm do it right now. You can – I guess maybe I won't do it right this minute. I should stay present and record this podcast with you instead of getting all into my Instagram. Yeah. <sighs> oh. mm.
2: But, yeah, no, it's it's really neat, like, seeing, like, just strangers just be so excited about the triplets. And when we go out, we have a giant stroller. It's about a five, almost six-foot stroller. <laughs> And it's got the... Oh, my gosh. Yes. And it's got the three, like, pop-in seats for car seats.
1: Oh, one is crying. Oh. If you need to go, Yeah, you he's... Of course.
2: He, he's gonna cry. He's just, like, fussing. He's not crying. crying. Um, but... So, when we go out, um... You know, we hear, Bless your heart. Better you than me. Um oh my gosh triplets like just all that stuff like one guy even said he would be suicidal like are you serious like why I don't understand how people don't think
1: before they talk sometimes oh my goodness that is so yeah it amazes me oof I'm so
2: sorry yeah. But and but then you know, then there's so many comments that's just like, Oh, they're so cute and you're so lucky and they're so sweet and you know, those kind of outweigh the other comments, but some people just really like I don't understand why you would say that to anyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like that guy doesn't take even just a second to consider that sometimes you are crying in the closet. Yeah. You know. And like maybe he shouldn't be saying I'm suicidal to someone who is probably at home crying in her closet some days. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wish... I wish that... I wish that people would, like, think with their whole body and, like, heart for just a second sometimes before they talked. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, no, um, I'm actually part of, like, a few mom groups with triplets, and I mean, we all get those, those comments, like,
1: Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, do you guys, how's that? I imagine that that is like a lot of, is it, do you guys hang out in person or is it like online? Is it what? Oh, like, um, no,
2: they're all, they're all a ways. There's no one that really lives near me with triplets. Hmm. There's one mom and she actually lives down the street from me and she has 11 year old triplets, but we've yet to meet. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I imagine it's hard to coordinate playdates yeah well like I said they're 11 years old (laughs) so
2: playdate's kind of out of the question but we do joke about them coming to babysit the triplets every once in a while
1: (laughs) what else is present for you around all this
2: um I don't know. I'm just living life. I don't know. (laughs) Just getting through the days. Like I said, everything's a schedule. And Mm -hmm. just kind of grinning and bearing it and going with it. Like, I don't know. But hold on. One is crying. (laughs)
1: Okay.
2: Hey, Max.
1: My boy was crying,
2: but I just comforted him back
1: to sleep. So. That was like magic. You did that so fast. <laughs> yeah. He's
2: just. he's a I was prepared
1: for you to be gone for like 10 minutes. Oh, gosh. No.
2: <laughs> no. Unless he starts to really will, and then I will, but he's just fussing. He's just trying to find his his back-to-sleep spot.
1: Wow, you must know them so well.
2: I guess I do. I mean, I never, like, I kind of never thought that that's, like, a real thing, but it is. (laughs) And so, like, I have, like, my Peyton, who is my smallest one, and she's, like, my drama queen, and she (laughs) is recently into this thing to where she has to be held while she's eating, And then I have Max, who is the one that's crying right now, and he's just, like, my chill, happy boy. Like, when you see him, he's smiling, he's, like, not crying during the day, he um, very rarely has to be, like, attended to just because he's just there. He's just so good. He's always smiling and just always, like, just so loving. And then I have my Taylin, my Tay-Tay, and she is also pretty loving and sweet, but she definitely, she's a sour patch kid. She's like sour, (laughs) (laughs) and and then she just gives you that smile, and she's this little sweet girl.
1: Wow. Man, what do you think they're going to be when they grow up? (laughs)
2: Jeez. Um, if daddy Cody has anything to say about it Max will do something in the rodeo he would probably Mm. also like his girls to do something in the rodeo
1: (laughs) Mm.
2: but who knows we'll see but if he's anything like his father um, he will definitely do something like like outdoorsy like farmer Mm. or Dairyman or, you know, Cattleman, Mm -hmm. something like that. Maybe Railroader. Mm -hmm. Who knows?
1: Can you hear the ice cream truck in the background?
2: I can. And it's it's 9 o'clock here, so I was like, what is happening?
1: Yeah, it's 10 o'clock here. I don't know why the ice cream truck comes by late at night at my house. Always. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I live in Brooklyn. It's weird here. Oh,
2: nice.
1: It's great here. I love it here.
2: Good. I've never been in New York, so. Ugh. Oh. First thing I would do is go watch <sighs> Wicked.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that would be a good first move. <laughs> I've
2: seen That's it like, in Albuquerque, but I, But I, and it was good. It was good. But, you know, it's not like the New York Broadway kind of feel.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's best on Broadway.
2: Okay. Hold on, Megan.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's talking to me. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. One of her kids is not named Megan. That's me.
2: Okay. I'm back.
1: Hi. What were we saying? Broadway. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I mean,
2: still, that would still be my dream to be on Broadway, but.
1: <gasps> yeah. I didn't know that was your dream. Yeah, we were in choir together. <laughs> yeah, I guess I still, I mean, there are lots of people who were in choir. Who knows why, you know?
2: True, true, true.
1: I didn't know that you had a dream to be on Broadway. I have that dream, too.
2: Nice you're in New York you could make it
1: happen it's true I might stop. stop you could come here though I mean you might have to let those babies get a little older yeah <laughs> then we'll hire you some child care and you could come visit yeah that sounds like a plan <laughs> you're like never gonna happen <laughs> doubt it doubt I'll ever get
2: to New York
1: Mm.
2: I've never really even been on the east coast I can't even tell you how far I've gone that way but definitely not mm-hmm. definitely not like super east mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just always remember your dance for your sister to that Sarah McLachlan song that's just how I always remember you hmm
1: yeah oof (laughs) it's funny I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I did a very good job with that
2: (laughs) oh yeah you did you were very emotional in it
1: yeah well maybe that's why I didn't feel like I did well interesting (laughs) long time ago (laughs) Mm mhm yeah how's your heart? Mm mhm Full. Mm-hmm.
2: That's another comment that we get. Your hands must be full. Yes, but my heart is fuller.
1: Mm. Man. It sounds like people, I mean, they don't know what they're doing.
2: No. There was actually, so since joining um, the Facebook groups I was telling you about with all the other triplet moms from basically around the world. I mean, there's Australia. There's Croatia. There was all kinds of moms. And, oh, that's so fun. Yeah. And so um, uh, there's some moms who started out as quads, lost a baby, and turned into a triplet pregnancy. And there's some triplet moms who started out as triplets and turned into twin pregnancies or a single pregnancy or, you know, no babies. And we, I was walking around the fair last month and this man comes up to me and he's joking but he's like well why don't you have four and in my head I'm just like I have a friend who is supposed to have four but she only has three now or she only has two now you know like Mm -hmm. like if my pregnancy was originally a quad and then it turned into a triple I mean I don't know what I would do if Like, you know, like, I don't know how that comment would affect me. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. thanks, sir. There was supposed to be four, but, you know, one died. Like, I just, people just don't think at all. (sighs) And, yeah, Yeah. in my head, I was just like, you know, thank goodness so-and-so didn't get asked this question or, like, Mm because I had a friend who I got pretty close with. And I want to say at like 13 or 14 weeks, we both went in for our scan and we were supposed to find out, oh no, no, so it was like 15 weeks because we were supposed to find out the genders of our babies and um, she never like wrote me back and mm-hmm. she was supposed to write me back as soon as she had like got done with her scan and I just kind of knew something was wrong. And Mm -hmm. so her name is Britt, and so I like messaged her and I'm just like, hey Britt, is, you know, how did everything go? And she's like, you know, sadly not good. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm sorry to hear that. And one of her babies had, it's a really long word that I can't think of, but basically like the skull didn't form. Mm -hmm. And so she had to go and, um, lose a baby. And so now she has perfectly healthy little twins, but, but, you know, it's just, it's sad. (laughs) So I was just, I was very freaked out my whole pregnancy because of things Mm, like that. But yeah. Oh, but I, I forgot to mention when I mentioned the Croatia. So, um, Something very interesting. I have been on birth control since I was probably 16, 17 years old, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, was on it pretty religiously. I mean, there were some days when I would, you know, not take it because I didn't get it filled or, you know, I was just, I was somewhere else and I wasn't around my pill and, you know, everyone always says, you know, if you skip a pill, you're gonna, you're gonna get pregnant, you know, this and that. And so um, anyways, I had been on it forever and then the doctor um, told me, sorry, let me backtrack a little. So I knew I wanted to get pregnant like after I got married. We got married August 13th, 2016. And that's my dad's birthday. Oh, I think I saw that. Hmm. And I'm sorry if that brought it that up. <laughs>
1: no it's okay I like to think about him it makes me well I feel sad but I also then I remember that he existed and that was nice you know yeah. yeah so
2: we got married and I was like I was the type of person who didn't want kids before I was married and so as soon as we got married I mean, if it happened, it happened. Like, totally not against it. But, you know, obviously I was on birth control. But if it happens, that that would have been great, too. Because we were together seven years. So, I mean, you know, it's not... He wasn't a random or anything. And so, <laughs> anyways, I... um Oh, sorry. I was listening. I was... We got married and I was like, okay, you know, I want to start having kids. Well, then my uncle approached me with, um, a trip to Croatia where our family is from on my dad's side. And Mm -hmm. he said, um, that he pays for all of the nieces and nephews to go. So really the only expenses are your spending expenses and, Mm -hmm. um, He kind of pays for that, too, because he gives you a huge lump sum that pays for your plane ticket, and then you kind of, like, just pay your hotel and stuff out of that Mm -hmm. and your meals, and so I was like, man, that's, like, too good of a thing to pass up, you know, and so I went to Croatia in June, and so I was still on birth control, and my very last pill was in May. So I took my last pill in May. I left the country for Croatia and spent the month in June. Came back June 28th, maybe. And somewhere around the end of June, I came back. He picked me up from the airport, and it was 4th of July weekend. And he had, like, four or five days off like I don't even remember why he had so many days off I think because it fell on a Monday maybe or Tuesday and so anyways so he goes okay we're gonna go to the lake I was like i literally just got back from out of the country like my plane ride was 14 hours long like I just want to go to sleep and he said well you're (laughs) already packed so just sleep on the way there (laughs) I'm
1: like okay Mm, and I love him yes
2: yeah he's very once we're we're very spontaneous people which is ironic haha that we had spontaneous triplets but (laughs) um so anyway so you know I haven't seen him for a month so I'm like okay yeah let's go so we go to the lake and we stay in our camper and we haven't seen each other for a month so you know four days we did some fun stuff in four days (laughs) (laughs) And so that's when it happened. And so I had did some research and it's, um, it's actually called like the twin effect, but I mean, it's really should be called a multiple effect. And I guess what some people think, it's not like proven or anything, but it's too much of a coincidence with people is that they were on birth control for so long, and when they stopped, like, their first, like, ovulation is just, like, dropping massive eggs, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so I I kind of contribute the the triplets towards that. Um, I mean, I don't know if, you know, it would have happened any other time, but it's just very convenient and like I said what I read about it was that 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 happens once you go off your birth control and that you've Mm -hmm. been on for so long um that it kind of just I guess happens all at the same time so Mm
1: -hmm. but yeah I just kind of wanted to circle
2: back to that because I I thought it was interesting
1: (laughs) yeah I was gonna ask how do you feel about like when you think about that the birth control could be the cause. How, does, how do you feel about that?
2: Um, now very, like, blessed by it. Like, you know, how mm-hmm. funny that you took something for so long to kind of, you know, prevent having a baby. And like I said, <laughs> I was with him for seven years at the time. So it's like, Wow. the birth control was obviously working. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and then, you know, you do, you're doing this to prevent it and then in kind of the back of your not really mind, but just like, you know, Google <laughs> um tells you, "Oh, your birth control is possibly, you know, a contributor to this." And it's just like interesting, like.
1: Mhm
2: oh, so are you telling me I was probably supposed to have three babies throughout these seven years?
0: (laughs) Mm. They're just giving them to me all
2: all at one time. And what's funny is I always told them I wanted three kids, but I meant I wanted three pregnancies. (laughs) And so I wanted three kids by the time I was like 34. And so I just turned 31 in March, um, a week Mm. before their birthday, actually. And I was so glad they didn't have my same birthday because I already share a birthday with my sister who's five years older. So I was like, they really don't need to share with me. They already don't have their own same birthday. So I was glad that mm. March 13th was their date. And um,
1: anyways,
2: so I forgot I was even saying I was
1: off track. Um, what were we talking about? You're talking about your birthday. Yeah. Something that was happening. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, I was telling you,
2: I was telling you, I <laughs> wanted three kids, just not this way.
1: <laughs> I uh-huh, wanted them by the uh-huh. time
2: I was 34, and I turned 31 in March. And yeah, that's
1: why we need to be specific in our <laughs> in our prayers. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: But people think I'm crazy because I still want to go for more. But
1: mm, my husband
2: do? Cody. He is uh, he's a little hesitant towards it because um, I'm more prone to multiples since a they were spontaneous. B, they're not identicals, so I literally dropped three eggs and C, mm. my body is like now the normal thing is multiple pregnancy. So he's like he's like a little you know, Plus, he already has two, so he has mm-hmm. five kids all together. So he's a little hesitant, but um, I'm Ooh. sure I'll get what I want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah, you yeah. seem to be that kind of a woman, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
2: Um, in a way, and I and I'm not the only triplet mom that feels this, but in a way, like you kind of you kind of feel cheated. By not having a singleton pregnancy, like, Mm -hmm. you don't get to enjoy it as much because you're thinking something's going to be wrong every day, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, it was wonderful being pregnant and feeling the movements were pregnant, but you weren't sure if you were feeling one, if you were feeling two, if you were feeling three. And so... When, you know, most people have one and they're like, oh, the baby kicked. And it's just, like, this, like, bright joy. And when one of yours kicks, it's just like, okay, but is the other two okay? Like, and so Mm. you just feel kind of, like, cheated in a a way. And like I said, I'm not the only triplet mom that thinks this. Um, We all talk about it. And it's just, like, I... I want that. I want to experience that. And if I do have multiples again, then okay. I guess I'll have multiples again. But, I mean, I just, I I would like that. I would like a vaginal birth. I had a C-section with the babies. And, mm-hmm. you know, vaginal was just out of the question with my doctor because it's just so high risk. Like, there are some moms who have them vaginal, but it's just um, wasn't wasn't in the stars for me and my doctor none of the babies were heads down Uh, they were you know uh, just we just did an automatic c-section it was just safer for everyone so I want Mm -hmm. that singleton pregnancy to where I can you know do everything and yes I may have one two three year old triplets at the time whatever you know whenever I decide but that's fine with me like, I mean, if I can do a triplet pregnancy, I'm sure I could do babies on one side and, you know, a babe and one baby inside me because, let's see, at 28 weeks pregnant, I was already <clears throat> almost 40, like in, you know, triplet terms. So. Um. I just, you know, and then you don't get that breastfeeding joy that a lot of the moms get with their one baby. Like, it's so sweet, and it's such a, you know, a loving bonding moment between the mom and the baby. And with the triplets, yes, I did breastfeed, but it wasn't that same feeling. Like, I pumped more than I breastfed just to get them milk, but I didn't Mm -hmm. get that loving... Bondy moment. Hey, put that down because <clears throat> I just, you know, one is screaming or two are screaming and you know, you're trying to prop one with the bottle and tandem feed, which is feed both at the same time, which I did do often when they were small. Cause it was easy, but now they're big and they're squirming. And so it's just, you can't do it anymore. They don't keep attention oh. span. Um, I breastfed up until six months like I think that's pretty good with triplets
1: so Mm, mm -hmm. good job yeah thanks
2: so yeah so me and the me and the (sighs) pump spend a lot of time together
1: (laughs) Mm. did you know I have a good friend Francie who is like a breastfeeding and she talks about hand pumping Mm-hmm. Instead of using the pump, hand, I mean hand expressing. Yes, and she and I co-wrote a book about it. R- really <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I'll, I got to send you a copy. Yeah, I mean it's about more than just that. It's a book about um, it's a book about finding your power. <laughs> hmm. uh, it sounds like you already have so much of it, power. Thank you. Mm. It's incredible that you. are already welcoming like energetically it's like you're already open to welcoming even more life into your life you're like I want another baby it could be more than one I'm open
2: (laughs) yeah um yeah I mean I don't I just I'm from a big family there's five brothers and sisters um you know along with my parents so seven which yes technically these babies do have five as well with you know their stepbrother and sister but the big there's a huge age difference and they're only with us you know part of the time and and Mm -hmm. so I do I I want I want another little baby (laughs) some sometime down the road maybe like two Mm -hmm. two years or so two or three and then everyone tells Mm -hmm. me I'll change my mind when the triplets get to two or three years old but I'll make that decision
1: yeah you decide for yourself Mm -hmm. (laughs) clearly yep wow I'm like how did you get so empowered
2: (laughs) I don't know
1: (laughs) it's cool those are some lucky babies
2: Oh, thank you so much We are definitely lucky parents. They are healthy and thriving and, um, like, technically, they're five months. Like, you know, in the triplet world, you go by adjusted and corrected. And um, so their actual age is six months, but their adjusted age is five months as if they would have been born their original due date was april 12th and they were um born march 13th so Mm -hmm. then they are they're doing really really well for their age
1: i'm so glad (laughs) thank you me too i can't wait to follow you guys on instagram yeah
2: yeah we love our instagram
1: <laughs> uh, have you had I'm sure you have. So I'm gonna ask. Can you Are there any moments that stick out to you where you were just able to be peaceful and it all and to like look around and be like, Ugh oh, Like, I've got this.
2: Oh yeah. Um Golly, it probably happened, hmm, I want to say maybe around, like, the four-month mark, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe three or four. Like I said, you know, their newborn stage was such a, such a blur, and I brought them home individually. And so mm-hmm. I brought home Max, and I was just like, oh, I can do this. Like, this is going to be easy. You know, the other babies are going to be like this. And um and then we brought home the second one which is Taylin and she was not a not a good infant not a good baby at all (laughs) she was my trying baby and then we brought home Peyton um the last the last baby and um she you know added to the mess but when we had the like technically two home like we were like wow if we had twins you know we could do this and then that third baby comes in and it's just a game changer but um I guess yeah I like I want to say maybe four months I had them all propped because I prop them when they eat and I just kind of like sat back while they ate and I just watched them and I was just like oh man like I fed them, I changed them, like, and now they're just, like, hanging out like good babies, like, like, I, I got this, I got this triplet thing today, you know, like, like I said, there's days when I don't feel like I have it, but I remember that day just being like, hmm, like, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm, that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, um, September is actually NICU Awareness Month, and so just thinking back to that time about coming to your empty home without your babies is, like, I don't wish that on any mom. Like,
0: the NICU Uh is
2: both a blessing and a, not necessarily a curse, but, you know, it's a scary time. But it's a it's a very big blessing for the nurses that are in there. But yeah, coming home just when I was telling you, you know, that I brought them home one at a time, just brought it up like mm-hmm. it's just to think back how I came home to no babies. I came home to one baby, I came home to two babies, and then I finally came home to my third baby. Like like going going and seeing your baby for a few hours of the day or whatever. It was just heartbreaking. <laughs>
1: mm. And they, why did you do it that way?
2: That's just the way that they developmentally came home. So Max oh, okay. Max only spent, which I was actually very um, blessed that they didn't have that long in the NICU. They were a month early. And... Mm. There's some moms who know their babies are there for 80 to 100 days, and my babies were there, um, Maxton was there seven days, um, Taylin was there 10 days, and Peyton was there 16 days, and Mm. so when I say, like, it's a blessing, like, the nurses are there to teach you everything, and, you know, being a first-time mom... And then you have all of these machines on your babies, like, so you know that they're breathing, and, you know, like, you, all you hear is the beeps to know that they're okay, and, and you have to take care of them once all those machines come off, and, I don't know, the, the NICU is a very, I don't know, like, I think they actually did studies on, like, postpartum, like, NICU days for moms who, Mm -hmm. you know, really had to be there for, you know, not breathing babies or, you know, um, like Max came out, um, his breathing was difficult. And so they immediately had to put oxygen on him. Um, also had to have oxygen, but her breathing was better than Max's. And then, um, Peyton was just really small. She came out at 310. And then, um, she lost a bunch of weight while in the NICU.
1: Hmm. So they
2: had to, um, um, incubate her and, uh, help with her growing. So that's why she was there the longest is because she couldn't get over four pounds. We would go to the NICU and, like, look to see what she weighed because when she got over 4 pounds she was able to come home so
1: mm. wow i cannot imagine what that must have felt like
2: yeah like i said i was i was blessed more than some of the moms who were you know sitting there mm. where their babies are fighting for their life at least i, I knew Every time I left them, I knew, or at least I assumed everything was going to stay the same because they weren't, like, you know, on any life machines or anything like that. They just had, they just had to have a little bit of help with their breathing and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and feedings and stuff like that. But they didn't have anything where it could have, you know, turned for the worse. Had they had, like, an infection or anything, then yes, it could have, but... They were fine. So I, I at least mm. got to go home knowing that they were in good hands and basically knowing that I was going to see them the next morning.
1: Oh, man. I cannot imagine. Yeah. It's, I'm feeling it like in my heart, trying to really like, project myself into that situation.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, like I said, I don't wish the NICU on any mother or father or, you know, anyone for that matter. It's, it's Mm-hmm. It's a scary place, but yeah.
1: yeah. <sighs> I feel as though it might be time for us to kind of wrap up. Do you feel? Do you feel like that's true? Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, I think I've pretty much said said everything.
1: Okay. Great. So. I am trying something new. I'm asking uh, a little short series of questions now at the end of these conversations, and I'm wondering if you're open to me asking you those questions. (laughs) Go for it. Okay. Great. So I'm wondering if you could share what value you've received from this conversation today.
2: Um... I have received a lot of memories, Mm, mm -hmm. and like I said, um, I just kind of did their first few months was more of survival, so talking Mm -hmm. about it kind of brought it back to where I kind of got to enjoy it, if that makes sense. Mm. Oh, good. And... um, yeah I mean I guess that's really it and then I mean you know people call you you know supermom or you know badass mm. or something like that and it's like you know what okay I kind of am like I have three babies and they're perfectly healthy little six almost six month babies and so yeah so go ahead you can call me that
1: <laughs> yeah I think you're way badass to be very clear I'm so floored I'm floored thank you yeah you're welcome thank you um so my second question is is there anything missing or incomplete from our conversation today or anything that felt disempowering that we need to clear up
2: Mm -mm. no I don't believe so
1: okay great and then my last question is what would you like to be acknowledged for um what do you mean? I want to acknowledge you <laughs> for who you are. And I'm wondering what you would most enjoy being acknowledged for about yourself. I... Where you could use a little a little love, a little boost.
0: Um,
2: I guess just being a good mom, that I'm doing it right, that being a first-time mom and being a first-time mom to triplets is extremely scary, Mm -hmm. and I guess, I don't know. I just, Mm -hmm. like I said, they're healthy, happy babies, but I mean, I'm just always wondering, you know, did I do that right? Did I buy the right stuff? Did I, you know, am I changing them enough? Am I feeding them enough? Are they sleeping enough? Are all of those things just have been running through my head for the last six months like should I should I be feeding them like baby food by now like they're six months and they're just on formula and breast milk and that's been something that's just been like really like resonating with me lately like all of these moms that have four and five month babies they're already starting um baby foods and I'm just like you know, mine are six months, and I just feel like they're not ready yet. Like, they're they're not sitting up, and there's there's moms who completely agree with me, who they didn't feed their baby solids, you know, until they were, like, seven months. Or a lot of people go by, because, like, you have to think, my babies are really only five months, you know, corrected mm-hmm. age. And so six months will be their seven months, and I think they'll be ready then. But... You know there's just so much second guessing and then like I said they have over 1400 Mm. followers on Instagram so then you're kind of like in the public eye to where Mm. to where you know you want to make sure everything's perfect but not too perfect because I do not have a perfect life by any means my house is not you know clean and and stuff like that Mm
1: -hmm. well Julie (laughs) I really want to acknowledge you. It is so clear that you are such a freaking incredible mother. I have not ever heard of one woman handling three babies alone before. I've never had the experience of talking with someone who's doing that and I am awed by your resilience and your grit and your grace you're so incredibly joyful at the core of who you are and those babies are so deeply blessed to have had the sense to choose you as their mother Oh my God, her computer shut down. That's so interesting. The story coming up in my head right now is around there being a block from her receiving that acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. And that's a negative spin on it. (laughs) I realized after spending an hour and 18 minutes in Julie's presence, being exposed to her positivity, I'm like, you know what? Actually, it's going to be such a fun surprise for her to get to hear the rest of that later. And... It'll be exactly what she needs when she does hear it. I hope. That's my prayer. Julie, thank you so much for coming and talking to me. We didn't get to do the last questions about that I normally close the episode with around how you're feeling now in one word and what you would say to yourself if you could go back to a year ago today. So. We will have you answer those questions on social media or something, because I would like to hear the answer, what you could say to yourself. I mean, I know it would be something full of gratitude and positivity and grit and grace and humor and love, because that is what I have experienced in your presence on our recording today. So, for everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. What an interesting way to end an episode.